Welcome to episode 238 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm joined by my co-host who can actually enjoy a parkrun on Saturday, Oliver Spake. Hello, Mel. How are you? I am parkrunless, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> parkrunless. Back at Ellis Palace. Yes, back at Ellis Palace. Yeah. Daryl was happy. <laughs> I bet. He got dressed up in new in new um which what do you call it? New clothes. Let's go with that. New clothes. He did. And look obviously between you, you cooked up an absolute storm. We did. We celebrated baked goods. We should have been Ellis Palace Bakery this week. <laughs> Very appropriate. Very appropriate. All good park runs deserve a good bakery, as I think we've discussed over recent pods. And for anybody who may have just tuned in for the very first time, Alice Palace is a fictitious park run, an unofficial park run, which is run during lockdown as a not park run on a Saturday morning at 8am. Yes, so we had our Victorian park run cousins once again park runless, as you say, due to the lockdown. Week two of lockdown. Oh, yeah, Mark four. So, Mark yeah. four. <laughs> yeah, the fourth time that we've gone into lockdown here in Victoria. But, yeah, it is yes. nice, I have to say, Ollie, to be able to switch back into, like, on the one hand, mourning the fact that I can't have my regular official park run, but then I can just go, oh, well, okay, what theme will I do this week? What can I dress Dazza up as? You know, what will we focus on? And then I just get to work and start planning it. And it and it give, it just gives me a focus. I was on social media finding out the local bakeries who had the best snot logs. Yes. You know, yep. because there's got to be a standard. Zoe Zoe experienced the <laughs> very first snot log. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and did she love it? Well, I think so. Yes. She wow. well, she was a little wow. bit confused at first by the title <laughs> when we went, Here, this is a snot log and she's like, hmm? and we're like, It's okay, it's like pastry with custard and icing and she's like, Oh, okay. But Ollie the Goslame was a hit. That's impressive, Mel. So yeah, how many weeks ago in, in well it was one week ago, was it not? I didn't even know what it was. It was fictitious for you, and all of a sudden, you've created it. I know. I thought, well, I looked it up. Good old Google. I searched for where I could potentially buy mm-hmm. Gosleme, mm. and there was nothing in my 10-kilometre radius, so that was out. It was no option for me to be able to purchase it and get it delivered. So my only way to have it on the table was to make it myself. And fortunately, it's actually not that hard to make. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a big hit. Paul loved it. He, I think it's actually going to become a staple in the house. Good, good. Yeah, as we said, you've got to have Gosleme in your life. Apparently so. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think in terms of parkrun contingency plans, Mel, you're um, you're right up there. <laughs> and Zoe's picked a theme for next week too. She wants to have a pride okay. theme. Excellent. Yeah. So have we thought much? Have we played this theme out? Have we got costumes? Have we got Baked goods. Can we can we find more baked goods? No, no, no. no. I right. haven't. Um, no, the the planning doesn't usually start to kick in until say Thursday. Yes, I just can't get enthusiastic too early in the week. 
Well, once again, yeah, there is a lot to play out during the course of the week as Melbourne is currently, as we say, in lockdown at time of recording. That could all change by the end of the week. We don't know. That is correct. But, Ollie, what about you? How did M's 21st birthday go at Shell Harbour? Because it looked like Shell Harbour put on a pretty good day. It was a beautiful day at Shell Harbour and awesome to have M there uh, volunteering and celebrating her 21st. Look, it just you know, warms the heart seeing so many of the local community get in and you know, share a special day uh, for one of our, our parkrun family. Um, I don't think M had a spare moment between people wishing her happy birthday and you know, in true M style, she was giving all, all of that back through volunteering at the same time. Uh, we got to sing happy birthday. And look, this follows her actual birthday the day before where I'm not sure she could even keep up with the birthday messages. So um yeah, Em, you're a true star and you deserve all of those wonderful birthday wishes. And uh, uh, she was presented with a special parkrun birthday gift, that uh, customised apricot tea that she now has. Oh, really? Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have, to, um, have to see a photo. Uh, so hopefully Em can don the, the apricot tea and uh, maybe join us at Dazza's or something sometime. And uh, we, we can share that uh, apricot tea. Yes, we need a photo of that, please, M in the cafe <laughs> this coming Saturday. So can you give us the scoop on what it what the personalised message is or is that going to be uh, for M to reveal? I'll leave that for M to reveal. Okay. Only fitting. Like a bit of suspense. Yeah, that's right. But it, it was a lovely morning. Neither of us did a parkrun, Mel, for that matter. I was volunteer coordinator. Not that I had much to coordinate. <laughs> I'm not sure how many volunteers are really coordinated. They all knew what to do. I was there really just to, to join in a bit of the celebration. Quick hazard marshal because we've got a, a few uh, unstable rocky parts on the downhill and then it was off to the dance concert. So, uh, yeah, the park run was cut rather short. Oh, yes. Please explain about the said dance concert. <laughs> well, yes, yes. Rather than budding park runners, uh, some of my girls, uh, well, at this stage, what, no, two of my girls actually, um, uh, in case Hannah's listening, two of my girls uh, have a passion for dance. But this one was Zali, and Zali had her half year dance concert, Aww. which you know, naturally on the Saturday morning. So, uh, yeah, we zipped across to a, a stadium inside a sporting complex, which would make a nice park run course, incidentally. Uh, mm. You know, when you, you just travel somewhere and you, you see that spot and you, you think, well, okay, we're still going. There's still a nice pathway. There's some good <laughs> land over there. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Everywhere I go. Yep. 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 But, yes, dance concert. So it was all um, jazz, hip-hop and a tiny bit of ballet for the morning. So when I saw the photo of you and Hannah kicking back with your Gosleme in the park, mm. I'm thinking you've been to some sort of rave. <laughs> <laughs> Outdoor festival. Yeah. Well, no, no, I should provide more context. You should. Sorry, Mel. <laughs> I, was all, I was all jealous. I'm like, oh, wow, he's living the life and here's well, me. Well, I don't think this is going to help my cause, but uh, after Park Run and the dance concert, we then went to the markets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mel. What are they? Uh, <laughs> I forget. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we got back from the dance concert, ducked down to the local markets, and uh, there was a Gosleme truck. Well, no, a tent on this occasion, a Gosleme tent. Completely forgot it was National Sausage Roll Day, <laughs> went to Gosleme. Oh, the poor sausage roll. It's just been forgotten. 
And, and look, to rub it in, and I really need to get back running the Ks because uh, to rub it in, I spotted a snot block on the way back um, and I may have had dessert. <laughs> wow, you uh, you went all out. I did. So I've got some sausage roll stats for you, Ollie. Oh, yes, do tell. I looked up what what is in the uh, the the pages of the Guinness Book of World Records when it comes to sausage rolls. And the only one I could find was the record for the longest sausage roll, which was 111.11 metres. That's a pretty long sausage roll. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, that's more of a marathon than a sprint, uh, despite that distance. Yeah. Yes. um, That's humongous. And it was made in South Africa. In June of 2005. So there's a record there just waiting to be broken. And they're still eating it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I, and I also looked up the existence of the sausage roll can be traced back to the classical Greek or Roman eras. Uh, however, the modern version mm. of meat surrounded by rolled pastry dates back to the beginning of the 19th century in France. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The sausage roll has some pop culture references, one being a 1896 Gilbert and Sullivan opera called The Grand Duke, in which conspirators identify each other by eating sausage rolls. So you have to think that you could be sending the wrong message when you're out there in public eating your sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> and in the UK, uh, there's been... Three number one Christmas singles with sausage roll themed covers. Did you know that? And and they're and they're quite recent. So uh, I, I hope this isn't going to be a quiz. <laughs> so there's a group called or or a duo I think they are called Lad Baby, and in okay. 2018 they had We Built This City, which was a cover obviously on the original. I think it was a Starship uh, okay. that yes that recorded that song, but they obviously mm-hmm. changed the words to We Built This City. On sausage rolls. <laughs> then in 2019, they did a cover of I Love Rock and Roll to <laughs> I Love Sausage Rolls. And then in 2020, they did a cover of Don't Stop Believing, which I think was Don't Stop Eating. And again, had a sausage roll theme. <laughs> that may be stretching it. I don't know why they they write songs about sausage rolls. I didn't pick that up but anyway they all it's charitable so they raise money for doing those covers so there you go the sausage (gasps) rolls out there and it's it's making a name for itself and it's raising money for charity oh look clearly there are wonders we just haven't appreciated uh that these sausage rolls are capable of providing well i haven't heard any pies doing these kinds of things so (laughs) kudos to the sausage roll and also ollie i need to refer back to last week's pod where we were a little bit confused when Will commented bread top on his cafe post. That we were. If I had have actually been a little bit more proactive and Googled bread top, I would have known that bread top is a, a bakery chain. So that is obviously the context of Will's post. The baked goods came from the bakery called Breadtop. And incidentally, uh, the franchise has been around since 2002 and its first store opened in Box Hill, Victoria. Yay, Victoria. Box Hill. Hmm. Well, uh, I think we're well and truly covering the baked goods here in, in honour of National Sausage Roll Day, even though time has passed. I think you know we're, we're clearly basking in its, uh, <laughs> in its glory. But I think, Mel... 
do you think maybe you've identified a good playlist for some parkrun tourism? Oh, yeah, like the mixed tape for the car. That's right. Oh, yeah. Maybe the listeners could come up with some others. I think so. All you need is the right challenge ah, to complement that. Okay. Tell me more. <laughs> so in honour of Sausage Roll Day, I'm very keen for feedback here, by the way, because uh, some of our listeners, uh, some in particular, might be all across and, and may already have a pre-existing challenge, but should they not, Mel? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> should they not? There exists some some great reference articles for where you can find the best sausage rolls across Australia. Yes, and we are, of course, referring to the best places to stop for a sausage roll by escape.com.au. Now, apologies already to our overseas listeners. We look forward to you being able to travel to Australia and maybe joining in said challenge. But Mel, supposedly, there are eight wonderful bakeries that can provide sausage rolls, and most of them are near a park run. Wow, Ollie, what park runs would they be? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be pleased to know there's a bit of a cross-section and so far, research so far, I don't have a mammoth spreadsheet like the informant uh, or any of the, the magical databases we have seen out there in parkrun land. But uh, so far, my my searching has not found any parkrunner that has completed all of these to complete the sausage roll challenge, but uh, please let us know if you have. So these include in Surrey Hills in Sydney, uh, the Burke Street Bakery, so uh, Surrey Hills, very close to Centennial Park Run, just 4Ks away. Mm. Uh, you have La Petite Surice, Alexandra Headland up in Queensland, which happens to be just 8Ks from Kiwana Park Run. <gasps> Kiwana. So Centennial, Kiwana. Then you've got Banjos, Latrobe, Tassie, Devonport Park Run appears to be the closest. So, uh, yep, for our, our Tassie Park Run Adventurers family, um, I'm sure you can give us a, a bit of a uh, maybe a, a reference of the uh, the Banjo's Bakery Sausage Roll. Johnny Ripe, Red Hill, Victoria. Oh. Rosebud Park Run happens to be by a thin margin the closest there. Rosebud? Rosebud. <gasps> yep. I've done that one. Yes. You're off the mark in the challenge, oh, I know I've done Devonport. I've got two. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay. Well, you, you might be one of our top sausage rollers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got Yattala Pies. Now, I apologise if I've butchered that pronunciation or anything beforehand, uh, up in Queensland. So Logan River Park Run, 6Ks away there. Oh, Erica. Yep, there we go. And uh, over in Western Australia, one for Cam. So Denmark Bakery in Denmark, Mount Clarence Park Run. It's 56Ks away. It's stretching the friendship. <laughs> but <laughs> You might need a, a very long black to, to make it there. Um Port Elliot Bakery. I'm getting to the bottom of the list, I promise. Port Elliot, South Australia, so Victor Harbour Park Run. I've done that one too. I've got three. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, here's one you may not have done. So uh, Heritage Bakery in Milton, the only one I've done. Well, no, one of two I've done actually. Uh, Huskisson Park Run, Husky. Oh. Just a tidy 51Ks away, but yeah, it's doable. And uh well, I did say there were eight there, I may have said. You did. There happens to be a uh, a wild card, Mel. There's a level up. There's a level up, and that's the best servo sausage roll, which apparently is the Freshwater Creek General Store, which is 13Ks away from Torquay Park Run. Torquay, I've done that one too. <laughs> You're basically halfway. I am. Yes. Oh, I'm excited about this challenge, the Sausage Roll Club. The Sausage Roll Club. I've got four. And uh, look, I will say I have had 
one sausage roll from one of those bakeries. I'm sure that one, the Banjos one, I think yep. that um, who's our listeners down in um, Tassie? Uh, Val and Stephen? Yeah. I'm sure they've said they've been to Banjos. Yes. Rings a bell. Now, I think Banjos, if I remember correctly, is a chain. I remember growing up in uh, oh, in Hobart right. and going to Banjos. It was one of my favourite favorite places to go, but never had the sausage roll, actually. Um, to be honest, Mel, I'm, I don't know if you'll appreciate this, I'm more of a Cornish pasty fan. My uh, family heritage is uh, Cornish, so I'm all for the pasty, but um, <laughs> I, I don't want to prejudice the sausage roll. And seeing as that I'm already doing really well in the sausage roll club, can we ask um, Mr. Peter Pullman, sir, please, can we have that added to the spreadsheet? <laughs> Pretty please with the cherry on top. And uh, look, uh, it can end there, but uh, just in case any of our UK listeners you know, want to join in the fun, my favourite pasty to date has been from the St Ives Bakery in Cornwall and I found out that Heartlands Park Run appears to be the closest. Oh, you're just bragging because you've been to Cornwell. <laughs> well done, though. It was delicious. I hope we've celebrated the sausage roll. I think we've successfully profiled the sausage roll. We should probably talk about Park Run. <laughs> <laughs> and we have some roving reports, Ollie. We do. We have heard um, this last parkrun day and the parkrun day before. We've got some roving reports, so let's let's take a listen to those, Mel. David calling in for the parkrun adventurers. We're in transit at the moment and managed to find ourselves in Burke for parkrun day. Uh, Burke is in, I guess, central western New South Wales. It turned out to be quite a pleasant town, especially for one that I've never really thought too much about. It's certainly got a lot of history to it, but I uh, found the food was quite good. The people were fantastic, actually, and um, there's quite a bit to see around there. Uh, as I say, it's uh, quite a historical little town on the Darling. Uh, it's even got a few maritime things, so... It's a place I would thoroughly recommend people going to. If you're humming and harring, when in doubt, do it. Even better, it's got parkrun. And a couple of the people there were kind enough to let me harass them and we'll play the recordings with them in a sec. Uh, the other little thing that turned out really good for me, I finally achieved parkrun bingo. It took 361 runs and I only realised uh, well afterwards that yes, it's now one more challenge out of the way. Hello, we're at the Burke Racecourse Park Run, and I'm with Una. And Una, could you describe to us the uh, the, the course here? Uh, it's a lovely flat course, actually. We go up onto our levee bank, so the levee bank actually goes all the way around town, but uh, we just go basically across to what the locals call the Weir Road on the levee bank and then to a turnaround point all the way to the Cobar Road and back. So we always tell our runners that if you are if you're off the levee bank then you've gone the wrong way basically just stick to the high point and you'll have a great time and it's actually i've got to admit the uh, levee's 
beautiful and flat, but I do love the wildlife you've got there as well. Yes, we often have kangaroos. You, you just don't know what you'll see when you come to Burke Park Run because uh, we have the resident horse next to the starting point and mm. then, of course, there's lots of kangaroos each morning. Unfortunately, in summertime, there has known, we've known to um, have a slithery, slimy friend okay, as well. Yeah. But, of course, we put that in our warning at the beginning <laughs> to make sure that people are on the lookout for uh, snakes um, as well. But, yeah, there's beautiful um, bird life as well and we'll often you know see some little uh you know lizards and all kinds of little things along the track really it's it great and uh what's it what's the levee bank actually stopping what's the river the mighty darling river yes. is the river that runs through burke and it's glorious at just at the moment because we've um had some mm. wonderful water coming from further north um but yeah basically the levee bank is a way of protecting the town during yeah. floods yeah no, it's, uh, I've got to admit, it stands out. It's superb here. Uh, I'm also very glad it's, uh, where are we, right at the end of May, and this is about as green as I can imagine it being out here. Yeah, it's, actually, uh, the the area around here has changed significantly yeah. in the past 12 months, I guess. We have had some rain, and um, obviously the winter grasses and winter weeds are up at the moment, um, but it is looking much better than it has been in previous years. We've had um, some horrendous drought, and... Um, the place was looking really barren and, and that kind of thing, but I guess it's hopefully things okay. are turning around. And how did you get involved in parkrun? Um, well, my sisters were actually park runners. They first started at Burley Griffin in Canberra and um, then they decided that they wanted to be involved in starting up a park run in our hometown of Queanbeyan. So they got onto that and then they kept saying, come on, Una, go to park run, come to park run, you'll enjoy it. So I did. And then a wonderful group of people here connected to our medical service actually got a grant to start park run in Burke. Okay. And I put my hand up straight away and said, I'd love to be um, part of that. And then um, our run director, our event director left, sorry, um, to move on to other opportunities. And so my friend Charlotte and I became the event directors here oh. for Burke and we just love it. We come every Saturday and um, it's just like the morning routine so, that we do. So um, are you born and bred in Burke? No, no. Uh, Queanbeyan is my hometown right. and I came prac teaching about 20 years ago <laughs> and I um, now have a lovely husband and four children. So I'm not um, not going home to Queanbeyan. No. Burke's now our home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah. And just uh, out of interest for other people who might be coming through this way, anything tourist potential oh there is an unbelievable amount of things to do in Burke you could spend a week often I think tourists when they plan to come to Burke actually short um, you know they don't leave enough time yeah. so there's a beautiful Mount Gundabooka in the National Park um, there's a paddle steamer the Jandra paddle steamer that you can have a lovely afternoon cruise on there's the Crosley engine, so if people are interested in that, the old engines, um, that's down at the Replica Wharf, down at yes. the wharf. Yeah, there's some beautiful bushwalking tracks. There's um, heaps to see and heaps to do. Okay. I'm a real advocate for Burke. I think it's a wonderful place um, and you should really get out to the outback and okay, enjoy all, it. All yes. for it. I did enjoy seeing the uh, kangaroos on the on the actual race course yep. uh, starting off. How many people do you tend to get around here? Uh, uh, sorry, coming to uh, the It's the a park small run. park run. So yeah. the most we've ever had is 56. Right. 
but our general average would be, say, 20 to 25. And I yeah. notice you do have a few tourists going through, either heading yes. north, I think, more than anything else. So everybody right that's a tourist is generally chasing the sun this time of year. <laughs> yes. So they're gener- usually Melbourneites or from south going to Queensland and um, then sort of towards the end of the tourist season, it's the opposite. They're going home again. Yeah. No. We don't get any tourists in uh, summertime. It's just too hot. Oh, just... Yeah. yeah pe- people <laughs> so this are a bit time mossy, of year is the perfect time to be in Burke. You know, that sort of... Well, from Easter to October is, is just yeah. lovely weather. I also say it's nice. Uh, what actually happens here, the park run, there's a little ramp of, I don't know, 50, 80 metres or so going up to start. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the nicest things is actually having a downhill section at the end of a park run. Yes. Park run seems to be notorious for getting that little twisty up to the finish line. Yes. Which is a little bit sadistic. Yeah, I agree. I think the end of our park run is a really, um, it's a, a bit of a feel good, isn't it? You know, you're, dro- oh. you're running in and you've got the volunteers at the end smiling and cheering, but it's just that bit easier on the downhill. Well, I only got here yesterday. I've got to admit, what I've seen has been really nice. Yep. So I, I do recommend anyone who does have the opportunity to come through here, hey, give it a go. Try and arrive on a, a, oh, I was going to say Friday, even a Thursday. Have a look around and then have a go at the park run. Absolutely. We'd love to see um, visitors from anywhere in the world. Thank you, Una. Thank you. Okay. Okay, and uh, I'm now with Bonnie, who, and Bonnie, you've just done the park run here at Burke as well. Yep. Do you live in town? I do. I've been um, in Burke for the last 10 months, so originally from, lived here, um, born here, but grew up in Melbourne and back in Burke, so. Okay, subtle difference between yeah. the two. Going <laughs> yeah. And yep. do you do the uh, park run every week? Yes, I have been, um, so I've um, been selected in the Indigenous Marathon Project, um, mm-hmm. so I've been into my training and been at park run almost every every weekend yeah okay so for the tell us about the indigenous indigenous marathon project yeah um so indigenous marathon projects under the indigenous marathon foundation um it's founded by rob d costella and he's helped create um a platform for indigenous people to spread ripple effects throughout the community for indigenous people um so it's a program where you train to run the New York City Marathon but due to COVID we're going to be um, running at midnight in Alice Springs so um, okay slightly yeah. different crowd so to what they'd be getting different. over in yeah into New York um, <laughs> but no it's it's a amazing opportunity and so it's more it's not just about running it's also creating the ripple ripple affecting communities yeah. and having building up resilience of indigenous people in the country so out of interest how much running are you doing each week at the moment um, so at the moment um, my long runs are today I did 13k um, That's a very long park run. Yeah, yeah, so I did my 8Ks before park run and then try to tee it up perfectly so I could just keep running into park run. But yeah, so at the moment I'm up to 13, but um, in five weeks the squad are getting together um, for another workshop in the Gold Coast where we'll run the Gold Coast Half Marathon and we'll also be doing our education Excellent component. for all of the uh, listeners who are likely to be there. Bonnie yeah. will be out there running away. Yeah, me and, my, me and my squad and some previous graduates from the program are going to be doing the full marathon on the Sunday. So um, we're going to have a big presence at the Gold Coast Half. So we're doing that and we're up there for a week and during the week we're doing our Indigenous Leadership and Health Promotion course. So 
it's not just about the running we're doing a um, education element as well okay excellent yeah. and will people be able to recognize you yeah we'll be having all of our gear on so our ASICS gear with our indigenous marathon project uniform some of the previous grads will have their graduate shirts yeah. on as well so yeah okay and when is the Alice Springs one so Alice Springs will be late October I think it's the 23rd of October um, don't quote me on that <laughs> but yeah late October <laughs> under the full moon so um, that's, they call a, that's it, the perfect they time call for it doing. a moonlight marathon they did it last year for the yeah. 10 years that the program's been going and um, yeah they had a bit of a tough year last year with COVID but they had an amazing amazing experience in Alice Springs yeah it's uh, wonderful it's nice seeing you encouraging uh, one of the runners on, yeah. on the little girls yeah so Koisha she's um, her teachers brought her over from Bree Warrenau which is about 100 k's from Burke so um, they come over they've been over the last couple of weeks doing park run and she's just been doing her regional uh, she just ran her district and one district yeah. cross country and she'll be off to regionals in two weeks so it's so exciting to encourage um, the young mob out there and you know really get behind them and um and encourage them to keep running so no, it's great brilliant. i should ask how long have you been running for uh, i've been running for a little while i've previously done um run melbourne half marathon two years ago but then had a bit of a drop but i've been applying for the indigenous marathon project for four years so uh, congratulations um, yeah. for getting in. i know that's uh, it's Oh, yeah. It's sort of an iconic thing yeah. that Dickasella started up. Yeah, he's amazing. Rob's great. And then all the graduates who've been part of the program, there's been 109 graduates, and each person has inspired other people in their communities and are across the country. So my sister also did the project in 2016. So she's encouraged me to um, apply and so yeah four years after she did it and I finally got in so I'm <laughs> stoked and yeah I've had a few friends and a few friends running it and they've just inspired so many people across the country. Look, Bonnie thank you very yeah, much. No worries. Look, wishing you all the best. <laughs> thank too. you thank you so oh, much. <laughs> Good morning park runners it's Tracy and a tutu nefariously navigating the niceties of New Farm Park Run today. I'm getting my volley vest on to firstly furnish the first time is briefing upon the new folk. Stay tuned. Right, um, I found Vance and Vance, um, hi, I'm Tracy. I'm doing the first time is briefing today. So what have you got for me? Hey Tracy, well what we've got here is we've got a first time briefers brief. So what actually happens is at around about 10 to 7, I will call out that we're going to have the first time briefers. Yep, then yep. you, Tracy, yep. will then, they will all huddle around you and yep. you will use this first time briefers guide. Yeah, okay, and oh what, good. Yes, yeah, yeah. very good. So what you can do there is you'll give a welcome. Yes. And you'll explain that it's you, you are you and yep. you'll explain what happens here and then you'll talk about the park run. Then you'll talk about what actually happens when they get to the finish line. Yes. And then you'll give a brief overview of the race description or the right. course description. Yeah. Right? Okay, yep. And that should take around about five minutes. Fantastic. And where do you want me to stand, Vance? Just over here. Just over here at the picnic tables. Fantastic. Yeah, just yes. table. All right, great. And um, are you the uh, run director today? I'm the run director today. Right. And you're going to be kicking off the, uh, uh, the briefing before this or after this? I will do the briefing after you. Right, okay, so I'll just wait for the heads up, the shout out, and then we'll go from there. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, first time this briefing. Good morning, everyone. Okay, my name is Tracy. Uh, welcome to New Farm Park Run. If you've got any questions, please ask me or any of the other volunteers, all wearing our delightful orange vests. 
uh, or ask any of the other park riders. We're all a friendly bunch. First of all, I'm just going to ask, does everyone have their barcode? Is anyone absolutely new to park run, never done a park run before, got their, um, everyone got their barcode? Only have it on phone, okay. Unfortunately, we can't scan off phones at the moment, but just get a printed one or um, people have got bracelets on this. But just put those in your pocket. You um, you don't need those for later. Okay, about parkrun. Parkrun is not a race. We walk, jog, run, volunteer or spectate. All are welcome. You won't be last, thanks to our friendly volunteer towel walkers. And that's Glenda and... Um, Tail walkers, hi, they're over there. So you won't be last, they're gonna meander their way along and they'll be at the back. So what to do at the finish? Please stay in order and take your finish position token. Find a friendly volunteer to scan your barcode and token. Okay, course description. Brief description of the course is, we start down here, we go out, we come back. If you're at the front, keep going till you get a marshal, then you come back. Okay, that's that's fairly easy. If you hit port side, you've gone way too far, okay? We're on social media, so please do share your experiences with others and encourage your friends, family and colleagues to come along too and most importantly, have lots of fun. Okay, other, another couple of tips. We do have a photographer on course. If you don't want your photo taken, please cross your arms like that and we will delete your photos. Uh, if you've got any questions, just ask, okay? And have a great time, Thank you. Okay, I'm now with Mike, who is the run director today. Is that right? Or are you the event director? Sorry, Mike. No, I'm the run director. Uh, It's Vance, who's the event director. Yes, excellent. And how did it all go today? Yeah, it all went very well. There was no incidents. uh, It was a bit of a chilly start, but now the sun's out. So, yeah, it's been a good one. And everyone's finished and everyone's enjoyed themselves. Excellent. And what were numbers like today? I think we just got just over 400, which is about normal for New Farm. Yeah, yeah. And have you been doing this for a while? Run directing, yeah, so um, I think it's about a year and a half I've been doing and I've been volunteering at New Farm for a few years since, yeah. we, since we arrived from the UK. Oh, right. Oh, fantastic. So how are you enjoying it over here? Oh, the, the weather's a lot better <laughs> and also it means that we can go out because in the UK they're still pretty much on lockdown or they're just coming out of lockdown. So, yeah, we, we made the decision at the right time. Right. So New Farm is your favourite park run at the moment, is it? Yeah, so we, when we first arrived, we lived in New Farm, so that's why we, we, we now live over the other side of the city in Tawong, but we still come back to New Farm. This is our home park, yeah. but it always will be now. Yeah, excellent. Oh, that's fantastic. And you do do you do any other touring? You mentioned South Bank. Do you occasionally tour around to other park runs? Yeah, we do. We try and get about. Um, it was a few weeks ago. We we had a camper van for a few weeks. So we did a few up in the north of Queensland. But yeah, we try to oh, go out wow. and visit different places uh, when we're not doing volunteering duties at New Farm. Yeah, excellent. All right. Well, the run seemed to go very well today. I saw there was a, a few cyclists on course, which made it interesting but it was a good run nonetheless and another beautiful day here in Brisbane. So thanks very much for your time, Mike. No worries. Thanks for coming down and hopefully we'll see you again. See you next week. Oh, perfect. There we go. (laughs) Cheers. Okay, I've done the first time as briefing. I've done the event and I've chatted with uh, Mike and Vance, who are run directors here. Uh, Now, without further ado, I'll give you Tracy's nice numbers to visit New Farm Park Run. Okay, New Farm Parkrun is the second parkrun in Queensland and in Australia. So if you're looking to increase your III index, you need to come here. And if you need to know what an III index, you need to go talk to the informant. Um, Don't ask me, I don't know who he is. 
too. The markets are nearby. There's coffee, there's fruit, there's veggies, there's flowers, there's coffee. There's lots of food available, lots of delicacies here. And did I mention there's coffee? Okay, number three. Gardens are nearby. How beautiful. I'm quite partial to visiting the gardens, meandering around the roses. Very nice. Oh, which leads you on to the picnic areas. Great place to bring a picnic rug and your hamper and come sit down and watch the world go by. But if you don't want to bring a picnic, you can go to the nearby breakfast places. Not only are the markets here with lots of food. Did I mention coffee? There's also lots of breakfast places around that you can go grab a bite to eat. And sit and watch the river. Yes, the lovely brown snake of a Brisbane River meanders its way along and you can watch the various traffic along here. Um, Numbers. Oh, where else can you do a park run with over 400 of your closest friends? Fantastic. Yeah, it does get a bit busy, but that's okay. They've got it well managed here anyway. Do be aware of cyclists on the course as it is a shared pathway. Okay, the top reason to visit Newfound Parkrun is just it's a really nice parkrun actually. It's flat, it's fast, it's scenic, it's beautiful, there's parking, there's toilets, there's a playground, there's markets. Did I mention coffee? It's just a really nice place to visit. People are lovely. I'm going to wander off. Uh, Have a great weekend guys and I'll see you on the B-side. Toodles from Tracy. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. Uh, this is PK checking in again, far out. Another report so close to the last one. Uh, yes, because I am out adventuring again and have uh, headed up into the Adelaide Hills to do the beautiful Charleston Parkrun. Charleston is just out of, well, it's in Charleston, but just out of Woodside, Oak Bank, um, around that beautiful area of the hills. Uh, last time we were here, it was freezing. Still cold today, but not as cold. But we have come to do the... Uh, 100th Charleston Park Run, and it's a beautiful course. There's lots of uh, scenery, things to see. Um, there's even signs to point out some of the things you may see, like kangaroos. There was a sign that said, look out for the cows. I saw the cows, but then I also saw the cows. <laughs> Gotta love a good segue. Um, I've got the cow family, the mad cows. Uh, how you going, Aid? Good, Paul. Um, Father Cow. Father Cow. <laughs> Moo. How was uh, today's park run for you? Today was great. We all ran as a family. I think that's the first time after many park runs we've run as a family and crossed the line together. Oh, look at that. I did see a few of the cow signs out there. That was very impressive. How are you going, Lil? Good. Did not as fun? Yes, I did, but not as tired as I am after crossing the line for other park runs. It's <laughs> good. Still invigorating, hey? Yes. Um, have you done this one before? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you, are you, we've all done this, haven't we? Yes. yes. And what, we, what were we, your thoughts, Pen? Well, today it was green. The first time we came, it yes. was white. It was so cold. There was uh, yes. frost well, there was, on the ground. Yeah. The second time we came was after the bushfires and That's it was right. black. Oh, my gosh. And this time it was green. Yeah. With lots of cows. Lots of cows. Uh, cows and cows. Yeah, it is a beautiful park run and uh, great to get out here and support the community. Good on your cows. Thank Woo-hoo. you so much. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. If only you could see their, uh, their horns. I've now uh, wandered over to the finish line and found today's run director. You're also the event director, aren't you? This is the wonderful Kylie Ross. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Nice to see you. Uh, Congratulations on 100 park runs. Uh, Does it feel like yesterday that it started or does it feel like five years ago? I don't know. Well, Uh, a few years ago. It feels like, yeah, probably feels like a really long time because we've got a beautiful community here. So I feel like... 100 park runs came up really quickly, yeah. but it's been awesome. 
we've had yeah. an awesome time building our park run. We've always loved coming up here. We've been, um, I was just chatting with some of um, uh, our, our squad that have uh, that go and visit different park runs, um, and I think the, they said the last. We came here after the fires when it was black. We came here when it was really cold. And today we've come here when it's green. So we're seeing all different uh, seasons, kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. always very seasonal out there. Sometimes you can leave in the rain and come back in the sun. Um, and uh, what kind of numbers are you getting up here? So we average about 45 That's a nice people. number. It's lovely. Yeah. yeah it's Beautiful. Easy to manage. Yep. Fantastic. And... Uh, the, yeah, the community, it's all about community, isn't it, really? I mean, that's we know that with every park run, but it's just a beautiful... And are you continuing to get new people discovering park run, or is it... Yeah, we had new people today, local people. So awesome. we are getting lots of local people coming in, discovering it when they see our chalking. Yes, of course. I love the chalking, I was just saying. Um, to you know, I, I noticed the ruse, I looked out for the cows, and the 100% for 100 park runs made me go even faster. Um, <laughs> that I love it. Uh, Kylie, what does park run mean to you? A park run is about um, my happy place where my friends are. I love Saturday mornings with my friends and I find it at the end of... I'm a nurse, so at the end of my really busy week, I find it lovely to come and see these people and just relax and have a laugh. That is a beautiful, beautiful way to, to look at it. Good on you. Thank you so much for everything you do for Park Run and uh, congratulations on the 100. Thank you so Woo-hoo! much. Nice hat. Thanks. Oh, yes. A bling. Yeah, black with bling. If only you could see my ugly hat. <laughs> found a few more legends uh, who are also visiting. Uh, Why did you come today, Tracy, to Charleston? Well, uh, we saw Mel at Chrissy's Beach last week and she said she was coming up here for uh, Charleston's 100th. Fantastic. And uh, we thought it would be a good opportunity to go and check out Kaku Nursery. Yes. The new nursery up here at Oak Bank. Yes, I've heard good things. So, uh, for those playing at home, Kaku is somewhere else as well, isn't it? Blackwood, yes. Blackwood, that's right. I've I've heard this one described as Blackwood on steroids. Oh, look out, hey? I'm not sure if that's for park runners. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. And apparently we have to take a big bag because we're going to bring home lots of things. Um, Serena, how's park run for you today? Park run was beautiful, even though it was really, really cold. And we're all wearing our black and blings. So, we're. Yes. Adding a little bit of sparkle to the to the morning. <laughs> Ooh, there's the cows in the background. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, great. Well, great to have you guys. We are now walking towards uh, our breakfast. So I will uh, sign off and say thanks very much. Good to work, legends. Uh, thank you. Like, woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Oh dear, my friends, seriously. Nah, I've got a great parkrun squad um, and I trust all you crew out there are loving parkrun and you've got your own squad. There's a doggo as well, yep. I think that dog wants to get out and parkrun as well. Good times, peeps. See ya. to Dave, Tracy and PK for the roving reports and Ollie how cool was it that Dave spoke to Bonnie from the Indigenous Marathon Project? Yeah well done Bonnie obviously you know getting right into the thick of training it's an awesome um, exercise an awesome foundation and, and such great support I know we've heard on the podcast over time people that have been participating in the Indigenous Marathon Project and from Deeks himself haven't we? Yes, that was back in episode 127, Ollie. Yes. And uh, I've always been actually a supporter of this foundation. I've got a running top. It's been a a very favourite singlet that I've ran in many times from the Indigenous Marathon Project and I have frequently done the virtual events as well that they hold once a year uh, to raise money for the foundation. 
the virtual running events. Yeah, I think I ran one of my Melbourne marathons wearing the Indigenous marathon shirt and I was I was just hanging around outside the MCG with my running group wearing the shirt and somebody came past and commented on my shirt being IMF and I looked yep. up into the eyes of Robert DeCostella. <laughs> to my amazement and excitement. So quickly, as you do, whipped out the phone and got a selfie. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's the second. I And I actually bumped into him too at Sydney to Surf a couple of years later when I was up there doing, um, doing the event and he was obviously with the team supporting them running that event as well. Yeah, it's such great support um, and the project's clearly come a long way, Mel. It has. It was formed in 2009 and they took four Indigenous Australians to run the New York City Marathon. And since then, I think, Ollie, they've had 109 graduates finishing. But at the moment, as Bonnie was saying, they can't go and obviously travel because of the current travel restrictions and the pandemic. But they're doing the, uh, the Midnight Marathon in Alice Springs, which is on the 25th of October. Which would be an incredible, uh, incredible thing to experience, and and hope it's yeah, it's everything you hope it to be there, Bonnie. Uh, we look forward to to seeing and hearing more about it along the way, hopefully. So good work, Dave. Some nice reports mm. there, and Dave was uh, he was getting busy with achievements at Burke. That was actually not last Saturday, Ollie. That was the weekend before we held that one over that report. Yes, yes. Congratulations on the bingo. Uh, For those eagle-eared listeners, they would have picked up our intern found that in the stats. Yeah, well done, intern. Yes. Uh, Someone's obviously not a novice here. (laughs) She's a cheeky (laughs) little thing though, isn't she? She is. She makes me giggle. She she doesn't miss a trick and I I share her affinity for Kit Kats too. Absolutely, but yeah, well, well done, Dave. Congratulations, and Mel. Just on the um, the Indigenous Marathon project, um, so that virtual event, I only discovered that that that's coming up soon. So that mm-hmm. times in with NADOC Week, if I'm not mistaken, in early July, the Run Sweat Inspire Festival. Mm. So uh, there's a chance for everyone to get out. Yeah, how good's that? Might have to jump on that again. That's some pretty impress- impressive bling too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. For all those, all those lovers of bling out there, I think that one is truly beautiful. It's unique. I was actually looking at their merch again because, as I said the other week, I'm in the market for a new running jacket. Uh, <laughs> I need to update the old model. Yep. When it's getting close to, you know, a decade and you notice you're still running in the same clothes, you know, it's time to maybe refresh the, uh, hmm. the look. But, uh, yeah, and I noticed – the merch on the Indigenous Marathon website. So I'm quite liking the ladies' activewear jacket. I might have to put one of those in my cart, <laughs> I'm thinking. Excellent. Oh, well, we look forward to seeing it, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I might bump into Deeks again. Yes. Yeah. Well, it'll be very fitting. <laughs> also in our roving reports, um, thank you so much, Tracy and PK. It was great to hear Tracy's kind of snapshot of the whole experience of volunteering there. I loved how Tracy put together that report. She really took the listeners on the journey of learning what was involved with the first timers briefing. I loved how that came across. Yes. 
And might I say, very fitting. Uh, I know PK was all in black for the the Charleston 100th. Happy 100th to Charleston Park Run. Yes. But that bling hat did have something that looked like a US flag. So, uh, yeah, a bit of a tribute there, perhaps unintentional (laughs) to our our US park runners and having them back. We'll draw that bow. (laughs) Yes. Um, Hopefully they got a few more events back this week. Yes. And in other news, we look, we've also had some more correspondence, Mel. That's always exciting. Very exciting. So we heard from, uh, well, from E-Man, who's uh, on the III Index Trail, but we also heard from M. As I mentioned before, it was M's birthday. We did celebrate it. And uh, for those that might have listened to the end of the last podcast, <laughs> I sincerely apologise. <laughs> I did my best with the edit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for the auto-tune. I will, however, read out M's message. So um, she says, hi, Melanoli. Thank you so much for singing happy birthday to me on the podcast. What a great surprise. And I was so excited when I heard it. I had a great day at Shell Harbour Park Run with so many of my Park Run friends and my Poppy and Auntie came down from Brisbane and did our Park Run and I scanned their barcodes and, oh, spoiler alert, I even got a uh, birthday present Park Run shirt saying, <gasps> M from Shell Harbour. <laughs> In M's own words there, so I can't, I can't not read that. Have a great week and happy seventh anniversary to Shell Harbour Park Run. Lots of love from M. Oh, thanks, M. Thanks for emailing in. Yes. And to E-Man, good luck with your III challenge and keep us informed on the progress. Yeah, I'd love to hear of it. And then, of course, we were also joined at Dazza's. Yes, yes, we were. And Dazza had an upgrade <laughs> this week. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, he had a costume change. He shaved the mo. That's good. We got rid of the dirty mo. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like the mo. <laughs> Wasn't a fan. No. So yeah, now he's all clean shaven, and he was in his bakery attire. So Chantel mm. Hosking, she noticed the new look and commented, "Dazza is looking like he's ready to make everyone smile with five star sausage rolls." <laughs> and he was. He was hoping. That everybody was getting their sausage roll dreams come true. Yes. Well, one whose sausage roll dreams did not come true was Greg Garner. No sausage roll for me today, but a new park run completed at Golden Beach Park Run. Great morning for a run beside the water. So I think that's a pretty good consolation. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'd be happy with that at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And we heard again from Caro Voss, run director today at Woi Woi. But, Ollie, what I want to know from Caro is where's the photos of all these driftwood sculptures that uh, I see on her social media? Yes, yes, we do love the driftwood sculptures. Please share them with us as well, Caro. We did note, and um, something that hopefully strikes a chord with some of our listeners, one of the recent ones was a driftwood pegasus. Mm. And uh, for those who are unfamiliar, these driftwood sculptures show up on the Central Coast from local artist, I think he's local, Pete Rush, and they're just spectacular. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to share the Pegasus yeah. for our New Zealand listeners there. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we also heard from Jack Corkle. Beautiful run at Cyril May Park Run for Claire Stutchbury and I today. Claire also doing a 1.5K open water swim straight after. Great to hear from Emma on the podcast this week. When we saw her name on the title of the pod, we couldn't believe it. It was awesome to meet her and Adam when we were in the States. Small park run world. Well, and truly is. Wow. And well done on the swim, Claire. That's impressive. (laughs) So that's like a park run 
duathlon? I think so. And we heard from Tracy Wood. Morning, team. I visited New Farm this morning to work on my P-Index. So Tracy is doing the rounds of our local events. And we heard from Alison King. I tail walked at Taranga Park Run, leaped like a unicorn and danced on the boardwalk with a four-year-old doing her first park run and then went to the Whipped Baker in search of their custard square. None to be found, so I had a Snickers donut instead And my gosh, that one looked incredible. It was massive. (laughs) I've never seen anything like that. I don't know about these custard squares, though. What's a custard (laughs) square? (laughs) We'll let that one slide. (laughs) (laughs) And Melissa Erbacher. There is a new registered park runner in my household. Four years ago, my firstborn decided he was going to be born on Parkrun Day, making me miss Parkrun and meaning my co-ED at the time had to collect the kit from hospital so he could do my RD stint for me. Fast forward to now and we were all excited to finally register him for his very own barcode. He's got a little ways to go before he'll be completing his first five kilometres, so we'll be arranging an adventure to a junior event in the near future. We're all looking forward to letting him collect his first finished token and scan in for the first time soon. That was pretty exciting. Yeah. Happy birthday, Wes. Happy birthday, Wesley. Listeners of the pod from four years ago will remember that time clearly, but Mm -hmm. uh, if anyone is heading back to listen to the back catalogue, highly recommend it. Wes is obviously a well-experienced parkrunner, just not in official channels and uh, not out of the pram really i suppose yeah and did you see there was um there was a picture i think on the aussie tourism page just this week of a little boy who was doing his very first park run and he just wanted to collect his ticket when he got over the line <laughs> it was so cute little do they know they'll be hooked <laughs> and uh, we also heard from neil taylor glad the fire is lit Still trying to defrost after being RD at Burley Griffin Park Run. It was a bit cold this morning, but the sun was shining. Neil had a photo of the current weather at Burley Griffin, which was minus 3.5. Yeah, that's fresh. I think they're um, they're in competition with Tasmania as who can have the coldest park run. Oh, I'm happy to stay out of that competition. Yeah. <laughs> and Bruce Purdy. Happy snag roll day. Why is there no sausage roll emoji? This one is from the Aubrey Riverside Bakery, just near the mighty Murray River. They have quite the menu of sausage rolls to choose from with spinach and feta or cheese and bacon sausage rolls. The verdict, five stars. Ooh, he gave five stars. That's a bit controversial. (laughs) (laughs) You're not allowed to give it five, Bruce. (laughs) There's nowhere to go if you give it five. Unless he's working off a different scale, but five stars, yep. Sounds like they rated. <laughs> and Tony O'Connell, talk back to Inverloch for a lockdown naughty, then ooh-la-la, snot blocks after. Latte, please. I love that reference to a not park run being a naughty. <laughs> yeah, I think that should carry. Yeah. Yeah. Very catchy. Yeah. And Adrian Royce, my V-index increased to seven today. That's a mighty fine V-index. Yeah, impressive one. Good work, Adrian. And Erica Liotta, first time at Logan River Park Run this morning and tourist number 75. Three quarters, Mel. 
Lovely course with a stunning red bridge to cross in the first kilometre. Perfection. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, the three-quarter cow there for Erica. Well done. Janet Reed. Sausage roll with a bit of sauce and a very hot latte. Did the very beautiful The Avenues Park Run event number two this morning. We had a bonfire, drizzle, cloud, sun, and 78 happy faces on the track. Happy National Sausage Roll Day Park Run Adventurers. I rate mine 7 out of 10. That's decent. I noticed the scale's a bit different, but it's, that's a strong rating. And incidentally, um, South Australia had another launch this last Saturday just gone. Ooh, another one. Who joined us? Yeah, South Para Reservoir. Ah, welcome. So that's two for two in the last two weeks. Yeah, South Australia. Kicking on. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope to hear from uh, some of our new South Australian park runs soon. We'd love to hear more about the courses. We also heard from Val Warwick. Steve had a tiny sausage roll at Wattlebanks Cafe at Orford, where we both volunteered at our park park run before we had breakfast by ourselves. There were eight participants today, and Steve was tail walking with a first timer who loved it. She's hooked. I was timekeeping, which is probably the easiest timekeeping I will ever do. Wow. <laughs> that's um that's a, an intimate park run, Mel. It is. But good to hear that they've hooked a new person. Yes. And we had a visit from Una Taylor. This is why we had sausage rolls. It's National Sausage Roll Day. Who knew? And Una features in the interview from Dave, we heard. Yes. No, it was lovely to hear from Una and and hear about the parkrun journey or a snippet of it. And glad to hear a serendipitous sausage roll in there. Mm -hmm. Was meant to be. Rebecca Bailey, no sausage roll for me today, but a run at Shell Harbour in my pink shirt for Em's birthday and a Rosty Burger up at Northbreak Cafe with my Sanded Point running friends. And Mandy Oliver, main beach for Paul Ralph, the Flashes, 250th Park Run. He's also volunteered over 160 times. Our event ambassador, ED at Main Beach for five years and well-known as the Balloon Man, pacing many of us to our first sub-30 over the years. So well done, Paul, and congrats on the 250th. Yeah, well done, Paul. Oh, yes, we should give a little clap. Yes. (laughs) That's a milestone that Paul was, was very much looking forward to, and it's wonderful to hear he hit it. So, yeah, huge congratulations. Yeah, thanks for sharing that with us, Mandy. That's much appreciated. And Chris Fraser, the, the man of the day. I missed parkrun today, but whew, did partake in sausage roll day with a 4.5er, watching good boys and girls chase balls, frisbee and surf at Balambi. Well, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just really <laughs> disappointed of all the days that Chris Fraser is going to not go to parkrun. It's on National Sausage Roll Day. <laughs> it just doesn't seem right. The 4.5 almost makes up for it, though, don't you think? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to work a bit harder to get back in my good books after that. Oh, good luck, Chris. <laughs> Irene Bomacanti, no park run for this Victorian today. Instead, we slept in with breakfast in bed consisting of muesli for path and toast and yogurt for me. Jax Staffy got the delicious task of licking the yogurt lid. Late freedom, not park run at Warringal Parklands, which is within our 10-kilometre bubble. So, yes, more fellow Victorians making the best of what we can. 
Nice to hear another knotty in there. And we heard from Brett Bailey. No hanging around today. Ran with Brunner at Pegasus, then home to do some landscape work. No rest for the active park runner. That's right. And we also heard from, what did we call them? We got our shot of Baileys. (laughs) Tanya Bailey. Sunrise at Pegasus Park Run, run director today with 110 participants. So nice numbers at Pegasus, a beautiful sunset. And thank you for volunteering, Tanya. (sighs) Love the morning photos. And Ingrid Botha, gluten-free sausage roll for me, please. If you can find a good one, not always easy. Practiced jump shots and incidentally got a five-kilometre run done at Dolls Point. Ah, Ingrid was back home. Yes. And good jump shot too. I did notice that posted in the socials. And lastly, we've got Sam Schroeder. Coincidentally, yesterday was International Donut Day. We went to visit Cow Pasture Reserve Park Run Camden today. I scanned some barcodes and Luke had a walk. Then we snacked on ham and egg cups on our way home to get ready for our first Swans game for the season. And Sam sent us or showed us a lovely photo of her in a donut dress. So donuts making a late play for taking the limelight from Sausage Roll Day. <laughs> I feel like we missed it, Mel. Oh, well, we, we can't celebrate all the baked goods, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not putting out a second pod this week just to, to balance the ledger? No. No. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That was all our busy cafe visitors. Thank you, everyone, for joining. We hope you enjoyed your sausage rolls or other cuisine of your choice. We'll see you next week at Daz's. Mel, after I suppose the intern made up the numbers this week, uh, have we got our informant back? I believe so, Ollie. And I should clarify, I'm pretty sure she didn't make up the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Cheeky little bugger. (laughs) Oh, well. How about we have a listen? This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected and may differ from the stats you read elsewhere. At the time of recording, 482 events worldwide had submitted results. Down under, we had 341 events, 308 in Australia, still missing Victoria, and 33 in New Zealand. We had 86 events in Russia, 21 in the USA, 20 in South Africa, 11 in Japan, and 3 in UK territories. South Australia and Russia are on a streak of launches with South Para Reservoir and Buzaluk Pushkina. With a cold snap in progress, we might see a drop in numbers this weekend. However, last week, the stats were trending upwards. Australian-New Zealand attendance is up approximately 2,500 to 34,517 runners, out of 41,301 worldwide. We had 5,130 PBs, while 1,242 people participated for the first time. 88 juniors reached their junior 10 milestone, 171 people reached their 50 milestone, 91 reached their 100 milestone, down 20%, and 16 people reached their 250 milestone. 20 people called bingo. Mark Tinian was the quickest with 146 events. Mark Stone was the slowest person 
taking a nice round 300 events. In Region Airlands, this week we had four new ACT Territorians in Kayla Mark Smith, Ayumi Kono, Egan Blake, Erica Gleason. We had five in the Northern Territory in Jason Carter, Teresa Smith, Brian Hardy, Tobias Barnes, Paddy and Jim Burgess. And over the seas where they talk funny and think rugby is a Premier Football Code, David Brockway finished his New Zealand South Island quest. On the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, Errol Poole moves to 8th outright after running at Bega, dropping Ross Burrell down to 9th. The biggest winner overall was Erica Liotta, who moved up 11 to 232. On the other side of the ledger, there were 13 people who dropped 4 places. 66 people increased their Wilson Index. Biggest mover of the week was Jane Colvin, who doubled her Wilson Index from 7 to 14. To see these stats in full, visit theinformant.me, that's theinformant, all one word, dot M-E, or you can follow The Informant on Facebook. This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. And thank you, Informant. The Informant's got his seat back in the office, Ollie. Bit of toing and froing there, but uh, yes, comfortable and back. Wonder if he's got a lock on his drawer now for the Kit Kats. <laughs> Surely, I mean, I would expect the uh, the informant to have some you know, very sophisticated security system uh, with the sort of uh, information that he trades in. Yeah, how did the uh, how did the intern manage to sneak in? Yeah, the last we heard, her swipe card wasn't working. That's right. Oh, must have a connection to HR. <laughs> Maybe that's the background. Mm. Oh, so, Ollie, yeah. next week. Next week. I have to live through you. Tell me what you're doing. <laughs> well, next week, uh, as as M has broken the news in her email, um, it is Shell Harbour's birthday. And you know, obviously not just uh, Shell Harbour, but, um, yeah, looking forward to getting out and celebrating that. And sorry, Mel, but I'm... Looking forward to the longest run. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's okay. Tell us all about it. I'll save the stories to see how many I actually make it through. But rest assured, the plan is to go and take on the Sydney one. So uh, that'll that'll involve a very early start and um, a very late finish because I don't think I'm staying up there. So, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. It should be fun. You're not going to take a co-driver? That's that's a lot of driving for tired legs then. Yeah. No, yet to find a co-driver, but we'll see. I, I might try and talk mum into it again. Not saying that I've ever successfully talked her into it, but um, <laughs> see if I can attempt it more successfully this time. Right. But, yeah, so we, we do have a couple of longest runs. Um, as we discussed in last week's pod, Melbourne was to have several longest runs and we will wait and see what happens with regards to restrictions changes. Uh, we're hoping we're hoping for you guys, but uh, we are looking forward to seeing some of our other longest runs. We, we know North Brisbane is having its longest run this coming Sunday. Uh, but, hey, there are more weeks to come. There are more longest runs. Um, we, we read through them last week, Mel, but I have noted one addition. Ah. And uh, I'm getting on board. Okay. The 20th of June, there is another longest run that has been announced, the Sydney Country to Coast longest mm. run. Uh, so uh, there's a back-to-back uh, opportunity for Sydney. And just because I might be a little biased, this one's got a bit of driving as well, but from Campbelltown in southwest Sydney down through the southern highlands, Picton, 
home park run of friend of the pod Sam, cow pasture and barrel and Shell Harbour and North Wollongong and Sanded Point. So uh, finally, my local gets a park run, longest run. Yay. Well, Ollie, um, when it comes to the Victorian events, we have had word that the decision has been made to postpone this year's longest run events across Victoria Mm -hmm. due to our current restrictions. The inability to travel to regional areas makes the postponement the logical option at the moment and the new date has been decided on the 11th of July. So we are hoping that we can all get out and enjoy a great day together then. Yes, and everyone, please check the Facebook pages for the latest updates. Hopefully there's plenty of longest run fun to come, uh, whether it's this week or some other time. Yes, and if worst comes to worst and I'm not allowed out of my 10-kilometre zone, I'll mm-hmm. just probably be doing Toolan Creek Park Run seven times. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have to run to the car, change my clothes, get back out there. <laughs> yep, yep, got to have the change of clothes. I might be able to think of different things to do for each one, like maybe I could skip one. <laughs> Maybe I could run one backwards. You can zoom one, of course. I could. Yes. I might even have to get my, um. Oh, what is it, my gimbal. I might have to get my gimbal working. I haven't worked it out yet, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we'll look forward to it, Mel. Please do share. Everyone, of course, um, we know Daz's is on Saturday, but hey, if you're uh, if you're checking in at a cafe on Sunday, uh, you're welcome back at Daz's. We'd love to see any of your updates, and of course, any other feedback. Please contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail dot com. But Mel, I suppose that's it for another week. It is. Well, park run or notty, we'll see you next week for more adventures. Yeah.